Hello, praise the Lord. This is Evangelist Frank King. Welcome to Biblical Moments. Today I want to talk about hopelessness. You can be a Christian and still experience a sense of hopelessness at times in your life. Of course, that's not the will of God for you. So let's talk about that. I will be ministering from chapter 5 of the gospel according to John, and I will be using the King James Version of the Bible. Stay with me as I talk about moving beyond hopelessness. A feeling of hopelessness occurs when a person can't see a way out of the situation he is in. That does not mean there is no way out, but it means the person can't see his way out. I'm saying that hopelessness is not an absolute. Hopelessness is in the eye of the beholder. What looks hopeless to one person may not look that way to another. From God's vantage point, nothing is hopeless. That's because no matter where we find ourselves in life, God always knows a way forward. In Matthew chapter 19 and verse 26, Jesus says, With men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. And I think this verse really sums it up. Some things are humanly impossible, but with God, all things are possible. I believe that one of the worst places you can find yourself in life is to be in a place of apparent hopelessness so long that you just accept it. It's taken all the fight out of you, and you just learn to live with it. In the fifth chapter of the gospel, according to John, Jesus met a man like that. Strangely enough, Jesus met this man at a pool. According to verse 2, there is at Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda, having five porches. Now, the King James Version refers to the sheep market, but it should be the sheep gate. This is one of the gates around the wall of Jerusalem, and it was near this pool Bethesda. But this particular pool differed from any pool you or I have ever visited because of the people who hung out at this pool and why. These were not tourists or people just enjoying a day in the water. According to verse 3, in these lay a great multitude of impotent folk a blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. 
So these were people who had physical infirmities. And according to this verse 3, they were waiting for the moving of the water. You see, something miraculous happened at this pool at certain times of the year that gave the people hope. Here's what verse 4 says about that. For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then, first after the troubling of the water, stepped in was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. Now think about the people who came to this pool. According to verse 3, they were blind, halt, withered, and impotent, meaning they were without strength to move about on their own. So all these people had ills for which there was no known cure. For these people, this pool was their only source of hope. When the angel came down and troubled the water, according to verse 4, the first person in the pool was healed of whatever problem he or she had. The challenge is that you had to be the first person in the pool after the angel had troubled the water. So John focuses our attention on one particular man at this pool. According to verse 5, he had had an infirmity for 38 years. To find out what that infirmity is, we need to take a peek at verse 7. There, he is referred to as an impotent man. This word literally means no strength. That means he did not have the physical strength to get himself in the pool. When Jesus appeared, he knew the man had been in that state for a long time. And Jesus asked the man, will you be made whole? <laughs> well, of course the man wants to be made whole. That's why he is at this particular pool. So here's how the man responded to Jesus in verse 7. He said, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me into the pool. But while I am coming, another steps down before me. So this verse reveals the man problem. He was impotent, as I explained earlier. Because of that, this man's situation was humanly impossible. All the others at the pool could beat an impotent man in the water. And based upon the way he responded in verse 7, the man knew his situation was hopeless. He had been there a long time waiting, but he could not see how he could ever be the first one to get into the pool. I mean, like, who is going to help this man into the pool? Everyone there was trying to be the first one in after the angel so they could be healed. 
over time, this man had seen person after person go into that pool and come out whole. He knew it was the answer for his situation, but being impotent, though he was so close, he was so far away. He was telling Jesus why his situation was hopeless, but Jesus didn't ask him that. Jesus was asking him if he wanted to be made whole. In other words, do you want to move beyond this state of hopelessness? Jesus told the man to rise, take up your bed and walk. Now that's a strange thing to say to a man in his condition. But you know what? That man believed what Jesus said. And here is what verse 9 says. Immediately, the man was made whole and took up his bed and walked. Think about it. This man was in a state of hopelessness. He received a word from the Lord. He believed that word and acted upon it. And because of that, he was able to move beyond the state of hopelessness. And for us today, there is a word from the Lord that if we believe and act upon it, we too can move beyond the pit of hopelessness. Let's talk about the importance of faith in God. One of the reasons many people find themselves in a place of hopelessness is because of their lack of faith in God. You see, God never intended for us to carry the full weight of life on our own. In 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 7, we are told that we should cast all our care upon the Lord because he cares for us. So since he did not intend for us to carry the weight of life on our own, he has not designed us to be able to do that. But if we don't have faith in God, whom will we turn to but ourselves or some other person? I can only imagine what my life would be like if I did not have the Lord on my side. In Psalm 61 and verse 2, the psalmist says, When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. My friend, in this life, we need a source higher than ourselves that we can go to. I want you to know that sometimes God uses our times of apparent hopelessness to turn our attention to him when all else has failed us. Whether you are a Christian or not, you can and will find yourself in dark places in life at times. But 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 13 declares that God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted or tested above that you are able. The truth is that life is never hopeless. It can only seem that way. And the devil knows how to make life look and feel more hopeless than it really is. That's why we have to keep ourselves built up in the things of God. The devil comes to kill 
to steal and to destroy. But Jesus came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. And no matter where you find yourself in life today, there is counsel from the word of the Lord that if you believe and act upon it like the man in the pool, you can move beyond the place of hopelessness. Amen. Praise the Lord. Through Christ, you can move beyond that sense of hopelessness in your life. But listen, that brings us to the close of this episode. I want to thank you for listening. Please know that as long as you have faith in God, life is never hopeless. It can only seem that way. And until next time, this is Evangelist Frank King saying, May heaven's best be yours.